I'm Lindsay Curtis, and this is Her Return, a podcast devoted to women making the journey of returning home to their divinely human, feminine essence. Each episode is an opening up of a real-life topic with experiential techniques and tools to support you on your journey home. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. Today is an episode devoted to trust. I see the opening, and it becomes even more beautiful, but I don't trust it. I see it happen three times, but I'm stubborn and don't trust it. I've seen it, and I know it's true, though. Recently, I was teaching a workshop, and a beautiful woman claimed exactly what I just repeated. She claimed her stubbornness over resting into the trust of what is and what was her current experience. And how many of us do this again and again and again? We can get so attached to our misery that it becomes identity. I am unlucky. Nothing good ever happens to me. I am this way. We completely forget the creative, eternal beings that we are, that we shut down access to our own fullness, all by choice. But why? Why, why, why? Why do we do this? Why are we so comfortable being miserable that we resist the leap towards beauty? Well, I recommend you listen to my podcast episode all about the unknown, which is episode number 41, after this. The brain, our beautiful, beautiful brain, has neuropathways that are created and they become beaten paths in which we walk down through our own inner speak. And at the same time, we are neuroplastic. How amazing. In my early 20s, I remember reading the book, The Brain That Changes Itself, which was absolutely revolutionary to my consciousness at the time. And it was the first time that I heard of, in science, which I was obsessed with at the time, that there is hope and that we can change. We can change the ways of being and thinking and experiencing the world because we're plastic. We're not plastic, though. We are organic living creatures. But yeah, just because something is doesn't mean it will always be. And when something new is, even if that something new is only for a moment, we can track to it and we can anchor it in. We can allow that beauty to become a new pathway. Meaning even for a moment, if I see great beauty within myself, because I've seen it and now exists within my experience, even for a moment. And because it's been there for a moment, because I've experienced it, I can continue to attune to it. I can recall it from the sphere of my existence. I can call it forth more often. I can send it forward. I can track to this beauty and allow it to nourish and transform my existence. It's work when I'm proposing, what I'm inviting you into, to consciously choose to become a co-creator with life and direct your very own experience. And it is by 
no doubt, the most fulfilling soulful work and purpose there is. To choose again and again to anchor into goodness. And yet, we are filled with complexity. The dirty inner ocean, as my teacher Catherine says, is begging to be cleaned. So let's talk about trust. The way I see it, trust, belief, slash faith, and knowing are a triple spiral. And it's a path of cultivation. Trust is cultivated through time. And it has been lost in time. Having strong experience of trust then allows me to have a belief that then also evolves into faith. So a deep faith, because I've experienced it, because I know it to be true, I have faith, that then also can evolve into a knowing. It is a knowing beyond any doubt, even beyond faith. It just is unquestionable. And these can be cultivated. That's the beauty. So holding a newborn baby. So imagine holding a newborn baby for a moment. Maybe you've held your own newborn. Maybe you've held a newborn of someone that you love and care about. Holding a newborn baby, we can be stirred, impressed, shocked even, by the innate trust that they have for us. And in this way, I would say it's an embodied knowing that they come into. There's no trust even needed. It just is. The baby is coming from a place where they've always been taken care of and they can come and they just are. They just know it will be taken care of as the baby always has been. And there's no space of questioning of that. And yet, as we're human, sometimes there is a space of questioning. And that space of questioning, maybe that was your experience as a baby. Um, it's coming from actually an experience of disconnection, of a trauma or an active separation. We'll talk about it in a minute, maybe. But speaking as a mother, the level of trust, faith, knowing that my son exhibited for us, my partner and I were so blown away. Holding this sweet little baby in our arms, like his embodiment was consciously and subconsciously tickling all the parts within us that relate to that trust, belief, knowing that we will be cared for. Beautiful Isaiah's complete surrender in our arms was actually awakening the parts within us that knew this level of surrender and also awakening the parts that hadn't yet known or experienced it. Holding our newborn son in his embodiment gave us a window of opportunity to meet and integrate parts of us that were longing for such surrender and to trust faith knowing that life is here to take care of us. Embracing and loving these inner babies inside of us and resolving that longing by inner parenting really opened up each of our embodiments and allowed us to have a much deeper experience of faith and knowing. And also I could say for myself that really calling upon the Mother, Father, God, Divine, Holy Mother, Holy Father uh, to hold me in that space was so healing and 
really expanded my level of knowing and connection. And this is the gift that what hasn't yet been embodied can always be cultivated. So so say that we have a traumatic gestation, um, as I actually did, uh, which you can listen about in my episode on the mother wound, number 45. Um, but also, like, let's imagine that I am born in a stressful way. For example, I was an emergency C-section. Um, I, it felt like on some levels, like I was taken out into the world by strange masked people surrounded by fluorescent lights and already like at birth, my little baby body was shocked and traumatized in some ways until I resolved it. Um, but say that, say that we grew up in a, a home situation that felt unsafe or a school that felt unsafe or we experienced violence, emotional, mental, physical violence in whatever way that there was instability, say that um, we felt like, or quite literally our parents abandoned us or someone close died. Say that my trust in life just isn't there. Well, darling, everybody, (laughs) my love, you too can cultivate trust and connection with the divine. Regardless of what has happened on this very human, earthly, plain experience, we can always return to source. We can always return to our Holy Mother, Holy Father connection and connection with the earth and recultivate trust and faith and knowing. As adults, this is our sacred journey to to continually to expand and create in beauty. I really do believe. And there is so much goodness here for you. And there is so much beauty already in your life. And nothing can obstruct the welcoming of that beauty except for you and your choices and your attunement. This is wonderful. And, you know, it can be a little bit like, oh, bummer. Um, because it, it really puts the responsibility in your court. Personally, I used to really not have trust. I used to experience a lot of fear and anxiety and uh, faith was a foreign thing for me and inner knowing was something that I experienced on a very mental plane. And, you know, I was also very unopen to love, but with time and devotion, all of that has transformed and continues to transform. Cultivating trust, cultivating faith, cultivating uh, attunement to knowing, it does take time as it ex- it's experienced in the body and the body exists in time and the body is also habitual. So it's so likely that if you don't trust life, you don't have faith, you don't have connection to knowing of goodness and beauty. I also bet you have a wealth of reasons why a collection of experiences that has confirmed this to you, and an even stronger attachment to that as truth. About love, you're so much greater than your experiences. And the thing is, that which we focus our attention on really does grow. So if I focus on the fact that I'm unlucky and 
bad things always happen to me. I literally, it's like my eyes are focused on finding that and confirming that in my reality. And when we're in that state, we're in an emotional state, a fear-driven state. And as we're in fear, what actually happens to our sacred point of perspective, instead of having and being able to see with our peripheral dreaming vision, we literally have tunnel vision. Literally, like our eyesight shrinks and we're just looking for the confirmation of the thing, whatever that fearful thing is. And when we release the attachment to painful experiences, when we do trauma healing, when we integrate the very strong experiences that we've had in our life and we allow ourselves to reparent and reattune to that which is greater, our whole system, bodily system relaxes and our eyes quite literally open as well. I so deeply honor all of your life experiences and I have so much compassion and love, especially for you if you feel like that your journey has not been easeful and it's been challenging and you aren't experiencing the beauty that you wish you were. And I stand here in the space of knowing and empowering to you that you can choose to cultivate something different. Every good gardener knows the hard, back-breaking work that it is to pull weeds, to continually go look at the garden and see what is happening and adjust and adjust and adjust until you get to cultivate and then even receive the fruits of your labor. So that's what your work must be, to begin extracting the painful habits that you have of self-diminishing of shutting down the beauty that's here. When you see beauty, when you see goodness in your life, even if it's just a little tiny sliver, even if it's in your dream field and and maybe you think that's just in your imagination and so it's no big deal, no. Claim it as your experience. Pause, breathe it in, say thank you. Allow yourself to be touched and moved by it. Allow yourself to actually receive it in. This happens all the time in sessions where a woman will have a very beautiful realization or something emerge within her her field and and she kind of just tries to skip over it, to jump onto the next thing. And I always invite us to stop, to pause, to breathe that in for a moment. So let's just track that and see if we can receive it in a little bit more. And what happens is beautiful organic tears flow and there is a softening and an expansion in the whole nervous system that suddenly is deeply nourished by the beauty. So I invite us to really bring this in as a daily practice. How can you pause and notice the moments that are just good and allow that goodness to get even more of your attention? I guarantee the more you do that, the more you practice it, the more your trust in life expands. And it can be challenging. (laughs) It can be challenging because it challenges the very identity that you slash we have created, like we talked about in the beginning. 
the identity that may be that of me being unworthy, me being unloved or unlovable, me being unlucky. Instead of just have had some experience of that, we make it an identity. Yet, when we allow our identities to be challenged, when we allow those parts to be confronted, only then do we have the opportunity to transform them and experience the even greater truth that we are so much more. In addition to that, and receiving one-to-one trauma support, informed support, which is really what I offer and give in all of my sacred one-to-one containers, as well as my group experiences, I'll share with you my favorite ritual for cultivating any quality or feeling state. And if you desire, I invite you to connect this ritual to cultivating trust. So it's a water ritual. Water is so very important as we are made of water and water structures itself based upon vibrations and energies that are there. Beautiful Dr. Emoto's work is fantastic and there is so much to say on water. But simply, this little water ritual first received in some ways from my teacher, Catherine, take a cup a beautiful cup, a cup that you love, that gives you pleasure and beauty. And you're going to take the word that you want to cultivate. So in this instance, this invitation, take trust. And write down trust in your mother tongue. Let that be sacred and potent. And in another more ancient native language, such as, for example, Hebrew or Sanskrit, or a native indigenous dialect of which you are connected. And so you have a little post-it note paper with the word on it, and you can also write it um, in the characters, if it's not in letters, right? The characters are super potent. And before bed, you're going to hold your beautiful cup of pure, clean, clean water. So do make sure do please, please, if if you don't have one already, please have a water purifier of some sort. These are non-negotiable necessities in my life, but have pure, clean water. You're going to set your intent. So call forth the quality, trust, or faith. And while holding your cup, you're going to see and sense as the water is filled with it, filled by it. And you notice maybe there's a color, there's a tingling sensation. You imagine and you sense as you call forth this trust and you you allow the water to be informed by it. Then you place your cup on the written note to infuse all night long. So the water is going to restructure itself and vibrate your beautiful intention throughout the whole night and be holding that space for you in your dream field while you're sleeping next to it. Thank you, water. (laughs) And then in the morning, either after you write your dreams or just before, you can sit up and you hold your beautiful cup, your glass, whatever it is, of infused intentional water, and you slowly drink it. 
feeling yourself filling up sip by sip with trust feeling trust in its vibration cleansing through every cell of your being yes you drink your cup and you feel the trust pouring through you feel the trust cleansing and nourishing every cell of your being and to go even a layer deeper with this ritual keep a very little bit and give a sip to the earth when you go outside to further ground what you've been cultivating know that it will take time but with devotion and clear focus you too can cultivate trust. You can relax into faith and you can open and surrender into deep inner knowing that life has your back and actually it's holding you 360 degrees. I'm Lindsay Curtis and thank you for listening to Her Return Podcast. If you've enjoyed today's exploration, and if you are ready to dive deeper into your own creativity, head on over to my website at www.herreturn.com and sign up to my email list to be informed of upcoming opportunities to play together. Until next time, may you return home to yourself today.